We here. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome back to the real football podcast here on a, uh, you know, pretty chilly day here in Toronto. <laughs> At least from me, from my Californian standards. But, uh, you know, it's a nice day out. <laughs> Quite foggy. Um, but, yes, welcome back. We are so happy to be back here. Um, and welcome back to episode four on November 2nd. Um Time's flying. Time is flying. Yeah, and I, I'm already bumping Christmas music. I'm already bumping it. I mean, hey, winter winter footy, winter Premier League is is where it's at. Mm-hmm. The World Cup this year, too. I know. But we're still in November, so we're not at, we're not at peak winter footy yet. So, uh, a couple yeah, we weeks got... of club football, and then, <laughs> yeah, you know what time it is. Yeah. So, should we just get into our first segment? I think we get right into it. Yeah, just a good old fun. classic uh, Premier League update. We got, a, we got a little classic Premier League recap. We got a Champions League update. Who's going through, who's not. That's finishing up right now. <laughs> um, and <laughs> I guess we got some canon news, of course. And to finish off, we're going to argue, which is my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some hot takes here. I got some hot takes here. We're going to go around the table, see if the boys agree, get a conversation going. And, uh, and yeah, I'm excited for this episode, and uh, let's get going. First up, Premier League recap. The first game I have here was Newcastle's emphatic 4-0 victory against... Callum Wilson is a stud. That's all I'm saying for this. The Bournemouth boy. The Bournemouth boy. That's the first note I have here. Blake's boy, Callum <laughs> Wilson, bride to be... A brace. <laughs> Newcastle, yet again, another week, another good football week for Newcastle. You know, they're starting to cement their place in the top four. I mean, at least this season, sorry. Um, especially with uh, a couple of the top six sides lacking a little bit. Yeah. Um, so, good for them, man. I mean, we talked about this on the podcast last week, but, you know, uh, we expected them to do well, but we didn't expect them to do this well this in this amount of time, shall we say. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, and, considering where they yeah. were like, this time a year ago under Steve Bruce... Mm. Relegation battle. Now, oh my! Literally. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah. So, Callum Wilson is looking like a whole new player. Mikel Almiron. You see the you see the goal he scored. Yeah, he he's did. beautiful. Oh my God. Another he's week, another goal by Almiron, man. Yeah, yeah he's still on fire. Like, but no, I mean for real. Like Newcastle looked really good. I'm happy for my a couple of Bournemouth people that are there. Uh, no, it, it looks good. I uh, did think I did think Aston Villa were gonna put up a better fight than they did. I know. Considering good, their four 0 really, win against uh, was it Brentford? It's concerning how not good they look. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, well now I think Unai Emery arrived. My boy Unai. Today, my today, not boy. He started Unai. today, so in his next game or in Villa's next game, he'll be there. Good evening. Their next two games. Good evening. In the in the Brem and then the FA Cup against Man United. So I hope I'm hoping for a yeah they have a, they have a tough run of games so hopefully Unai gets it sorted out because it could be an in and out thing for him yeah, yeah I'm sure Villa's, he will. these know. are Villa's next games two against United then Brighton away and then the Winter World Cup break and then Liverpool at home and then Wolves at home well I mean Aston Villa don't have many players that are going to the World Cup I think they only have Douglas Luiz. That's a good point. That is. So I think they, hopefully they can uh, come back together and they, they won't themselves. have too many players tied. No, Emmy, Emmy Martinez, Emmy Martinez as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Is he injured? He came off injured. Oh, he did. You're yeah, right. No, I think he said it was. I I saw. I follow him. His his post said he was fine or something. Yeah. Good. Um. um well, you guys thought that we would go an episode without talking about Bournemouth. Yes. Wrong. <laughs> two in a row. That's that's two Bournemouth topics in a row, man. He's I getting excited, it. but Bournemouth did lose to Tottenham. Okay, let me just let me jump in here. So, 
I I like to watch the Tottenham games because I like to see them lose, and I like to watch the Bournemouth games because I. I just Are you like... sure you're not secretly a Tottenham fan? No. <laughs> what do you? What you like to watch the Tottenham games? Because I like to see them lose. Yeah. I like to see them lose. Anyway, this game, like, like obviously they're up big. I was I was very shocked. They're playing decent. Obviously Tottenham, like you know, they weren't completely running the game, but yeah. as they got into it, obviously they put on more pressure, and Bournemouth just couldn't handle it. And uh, I don't know. It's it's tough. I would have liked my team to pull it out, but uh, they didn't. Yeah, Kiefer I mean, Moore. Most Kiefer Moore. Oh, yeah. You guys, what do you know about Kiefer oh Moore, man? Oh my god. What do you know about Kiefer no, Moore? I was, write, I was gonna write in the notes uh, the next Peter Crouch, and I realized he's thirty. So no, he's old, bro. Yeah, I know he's, he's a, old. He's better, I know. Bro. But he's well, good. On like, his day, on his day, he can be amazing. That's, that's what I'm saying. Two, two. He's talented. Well taken goals. No, I yeah. know. I mean, yet again, we have this reoccurring conversation. Spurs winning it late again. With, you know, it's not look. I mean, they will get found out soon. And we start to see that, you know, with these sub... Uh, I couldn't call it a subpar performance, but... They, it is. Yeah, but needing, you know, n- you having that late winner. They've had mm. so many late winners. Like, fair enough to, like, you know, fighting until the end. But, you know, it's And they've not. had another one this week or this week in Champions League, too. And against Marseille. Oh Marseille. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I was also watching that game. Look, I, I was I was talking about, about this earlier. Negative football doesn't work unless you're... Diego Simeone, and that worked for one year, and they won the title one year. They got to Champions League final, obviously they didn't win, but that ha- they had the right system, the right players, the right manager. Everything was very, very set in stone with that um, Atletico Madrid team. I don't think in the Premier League a negative system will win a title. Mm-hmm. Agree. Or will, or bar get like have the ability to compete for I'd say maybe top four. Yeah. I know I know Tottenham are you know right now in and around that area, but. It definitely won't be a convincing top four finish, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, It'll be tough for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good take. Um, and then, Brighton, a 4 1. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Chelsea. What a beautiful Not the game. return that Grand Potter would have wanted to the Amex. Mm, nope. Not it was, at all. Uh, like, I was so surprised, especially since, like, I think it was a week ago, Chelsea had, like, an amazing performance in the Champions League. Over the last few weeks, like, they've been, like, you know, like, they've been coming into their own against or with Graham Potter. So I was expecting to like look at this game and see that continued, but it was just a beat down by Brighton. I would just put it down to like just one of those days for Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, they sort of have been having quite a few of these one off, like, Oh, like, you know, it just wasn't our day. Like but individual mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, um, big up to the, to the boy, uh, does, does, how do I oh say his God, last Roberto name? Roberto Can we talk about Roberto De Holy. Quickly run through his accolades and how he got to where he got. The accolades. So this guy began managing in Serie D in 2014. A proper, proper journeyman. He's managed at Palermo, Benevento, Sassuolo, and recently he was at Shakhtar Donetsk. That's Shakhtar, man. But obviously yeah. had to leave in Big July. Because, uh, <laughs> well, you know. Uh, uh, yeah. But he did a good job. Like, everywhere he went, like, he's known for, like, his, like, attacking, like, possession-based style. Like, he's really similar to Graham Potter in that way. Like, I think he's the perfect replacement at Brighton. Yeah, I don't think it was a a drastic change for the players. It's a similar style of football, so the players didn't have to go through much change, which definitely helped them because they're on good form either way. Um, Good, I mean, good for them, right? You know, we love... We love seeing because we know we know how good Brighton can be, and to see them, you know, adding that part of the game that they've been really lacking is scoring goals, and they've done they did just that this weekend. So, good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Liverpool 
versus Leeds. <laughs> My um, Leeds. Liber- <laughs> Liverpool are just the most inconsistent. I don't mind watching Liverpool's downfall. Klopp. Uh, I love it. We all yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> it might for come it. back to bite me in the ass, but you know, like it's. Um, yeah, they're not looking good. Van, it's Van Dyke's first Premier League defeat yeah. at home in Anfield for over seven Thank games. God. As bad as they have been, I will still say take a bow, VVD. You know, yeah, through yeah. all of it, like playing at home, you've been double decent. So and hey, um, Leeds played well. They did play yeah, well. They went well all season. Jesse Marsh as well, my guy. I know the American. We yeah, love it. yeah, Liverpool's yeah. kind of resembling Arsenal from last season, I think, where they uh, <laughs> because they, they they seem to be beating the good teams. And then mm. just lose to the bad yeah, teams. Interesting. I know, I know. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, we have. I, I know what you're saying. So, yeah. okay, I have a question. Just quickly about Liverpool. What's the biggest issue? I want to go to each one of you. What do you think is the biggest issue? Just quickly state it. Energy. Lack of mentality. So, energy, lack of mentality. Uh, Sadio Mane. Because <laughs> it has to be something. I I think it's. It's I think, hard. I'm going to go energy and mentality. I think it stems from the midfield. I think it has to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's, you know, it's a very. I think they've been like ran to the ground the last right? few years. Yeah. Such a big drop off from the past. Well, because <clears throat> when they were playing well, you had the likes of like Hendo and Fabinho mm-hmm. showing form. And when those two guys are not playing as well, mm-hmm. it affects the whole team. That's why and the midfield is important. That's yeah. why they say the midfield is your backbone right. to your team. And then uh, what, did they, what did they play like every single game possible last year or something? Yeah, that's tough on a team. But it's like 2021, right? Where yeah. they barely got into top four, and, and also, then the next like, year they're back. Yeah. yeah, and also I feel that like um, Diego Jota is not healthy, and with Salah, we saw how much Mane loved to create for Salah, and you know when you're bringing in a straight poacher like Darwin Nunez, who is not you know is not really like good at passing. Like, yeah, you get my point. It's so harder for up. him to. Mm-hmm. I will like no regardless of. With Mane or without Mane, he's having a very down year. But still, like you know, he does. He we one we said he's not getting the passes and the creation from the midfield, yeah. but also you know the attacking people that he's playing with up front. Um, moving on very swiftly to a much happier note, at least for me and Blake. Yes. Um, Arsenal five nothing. I missed the first half, but oh, thankfully they not. only scored one that half. <laughs> who uh, who did who did Liverpool lose to last week again? I yeah, I can't seem to remember. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was it was an amazing. amazing. This was another amazing first half. We were we were we were good. We were good first half, but we just we weren't clinical. Yeah. And I was like, is this gonna bite us in the butt again? I thought it was gonna be one of those again where we scored one goal early on and we just. But um yeah, Reese Nelson, man, that's my boy. Woo! I've I've rated him for Reece, a while. The streets guy. never forgot. Better than him. better than Jaden Sancho. What? Okay. I mean, stats stats won't lie though, eh? <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, it's um it. You know, we could talk about it, but a lot more. But um, it was great. I've said this uh, last week's pod. Arsenal were lacking goals, but um, they were lacking goals the past couple weeks. But then, you know, they just came through and they, you know, they came through and showed everyone and scored five goals. And my guy, Thomas Pate, Pate. He wrote the chant in the script. These guys are very, I wrote this out there wondering what it means. I decided to say, Thomas Party with an absolute banger that. Thank yeah. God was not headed for Rosie. Um, beautiful goal and hold Gabriel on, can Jesus. we just hold on? Can we just say he said Rosie? He's so freaking American. Oh, <laughs> Rosie, Rosie, Rosie. But yeah, anyways, Gabriel Jesus. Um, he didn't score. We do think it will come. Um, but dude, that, those passes and assists he was getting was. Yeah. C'est magnifique. 12 games, 10 goal contributions. Woo! Amazing. Ben White needs to be on the plane to England. Mm-hmm. England. To Qatar. For England. Yeah, yeah. For England. Simple yep, as. Yep, yep. Mark okay. It, move it. 
on. Julian? Manchester United. Mm. 1-0 win over West Ham with what I call a champion's win. I don't like that term, but keep going. I think it's really stupid. <laughs> it's like, I know, I know. It's like, it's like one of those games where, like, you score early and then you kind of, the manager switches up the tactics. You kind of sit back a little bit. You're undergoing some pressure, but you stand, you stand tall and, like, you're, you have it covered, right? Like, mm-hmm. these are the kind of games United would have lost last season with how, like, mentally weak these players are. But, like, you bring in a few players, you bring in Ten Hag, you bring in Lisandro Martinez, especially. And that makes a big change, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I, it wasn't as pretty as our few recent games, but I think Eric Ten Hag sent us up that way. You guys were definitely the better team in the first half, 100%. 100%. Like, I was... Yeah, you guys, uh, you played really nice football. Enough. And then, obviously, second half, score effects, that happens. Like, you're going to naturally want to defend the lead a bit. But yeah, I love that Rashford goal. It was beautiful. Oh, so my God. And he's into it. So, like, the bullet I know, header, I know. everything he's about not, it. He doesn't use his head at all. The so, defense, like, was though, was crazy. terrible. They just, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, it was a great header. but they He had just, a lot of momentum going into, that, and going into the ball. Timo Kerr, he jumped over. Yeah, wow. you're a PSG boy. Hey, I've never really backed him, so <laughs> I don't mind. And De Gea, amazing. amazing. Oh, my God. De Gea looks like a new player. Because, like... Ten Hag, like, he started to, like, give him that distribution a little bit. I don't know if he's the right keeper for us, mm. but uh, I'm a big fan of what he's doing right now. And he's yeah. not on the 55-man shortlist for Spanish. That for Spain. is that's crazy. I think the only, thing, the only thing to say about that is just it's just bad. Yeah. I mean, it's, their, it's Spain's loss. I mean, well, I mean, either way, it would be Unai Simon because that's who uh, he Luis Enrique really, back Yeah, Unai Simon's having Enrique, a man. Yeah, and he's, but yeah. he should be on the roster. Yeah, exactly. I, I, as I a agree. backup. Against Over Raya? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Also, we did. Um, also, one last quick fixture: uh, City one, Leicester nil. Uh, I think the only th- well, there's a lot. one. The only thing I could say about it is, oh my goodness, Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really all I need to goal. say. City win again. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. For um, next, we are gonna just quickly. As of today, we still uh, at the time of this recording, there's still games going on, and um, they can be affected by the league table right now. But we're just gonna talk about it as it stands as we keep going lower and lower um for uh group a these are all finalized tables uh napoli sitting at the top liverpool second ix will be playing europa league and rangers will be going down yeah and not playing (laughs) (laughs) i mean scottish scottish teams in the premier league uh, in the champions league are awful by the way yeah worst champions league team i saw a stat terrible awful and uh Ajax, a uh, bit poor, but, you know, compared to the past couple of years, but you're yeah, really tough, tough, tough group, tough, tough group. group. Yeah, um, yeah. Liverpool, they played okay um, compared to the Prem. They played much better and a little more consistent than they are in the Prem. And Napoli, just wow. I'm very proud of them. Uh, we talked about this before, but, you know, they played very well. I'm very proud of them. Masterclass from a lot of their youngsters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, group B, at the top we have Porto and then Club Rouge. Leverkusen, and then the shock of them all, Atletico Madrid, watching the European competitions from their couches. What Very I, disappointing. What did I say 10 minutes ago? <laughs> yep. And I, Atletico Madrid is my team in yep, Spain. Yep, yep. Are they? Um, to Remy, though, was, if not the best, the second or third best player the um, group stages in the Champions League. He played insanely well. This is um, the this is the Canada group right here. Yeah. We got yeah, three yeah. Canadian yeah. players going yep. through the round of 16. Um, but good crazy. for Taremi, man. Um, and Club Rouge, they go through. I mean, good for them. You always like to see the, the underdog. Love it. You know, go through. So they're on to the Champions League knockout stage. Um, in Group C, 
we have Bayern, Inter, Barca, and then Victoria. Um, I don't know. I there's nothing I can say about Victoria. <laughs> you guys did it. Um, Barca. I mean, someone want to sing it? <laughs> Hi ho. Hi ho. It's Europa League. We Barca. I mean. I'm just waiting for them to match up against us. I'm going to cry. Yeah, like, I told Blake this earlier. I said, if Arsenal play Barca right now, they beat them. And he doesn't believe me. I can see that. Yeah. It's fair. Um, and then Inter, fair play to fight off Barca. They made it through. And Bayern, just wow. They only conceded two goals, I believe. Uh, great job. They're looking strong as always. And uh, Leroy Sané has been, he's played really well. I mean, a lot of players played well. And Goretzka, go on. But, you know, uh, Group D. Very controversial group. Spurs, top. Frankfurt are also going through. Sporting to Europa and Marseille sitting out this one for Europa League. Uh, the Arsenal rejects disappoint the Arsenal fans. That's why they are rejects as they pay the price in one. Said Kalasinac not scoring. An yeah, that was open terrible. Header. Sanchez looked terrible as well. Oh, gosh. Um, and they're going to pay the price. So, Sporting will be going to Europa League. Um, this guy, Marcus Edwards, he looks good. Yeah. He looks good one for the future. He's an English guy he as well. He used to play for Tottenham, He no? did. He okay. went on loan. What I looked thought. this up the other day. What um, And Spurs just measly squeezed, squeezed through yet again on some late winners and disappointing performances. Group E. Um, as it stands right now, I think it's the same as I have it written down. Yeah, I check it just in case. Right now um, you have 2-1 for Chelsea against Dinamo Zagreb and 3-0 for Milan against Salzburg. Yes. So it looks like Milan is going to go through with Chelsea. So as it stands, Chelsea at top. Um, they're very consistent in the Champions League, just not in the Premier League. Um, Milan, they're through as well. Benasser, RTTK getting upgraded. Let's go. Shout out Rafael <laughs> Leal. Yeah, shout out Rafael Leal. Yeah, oh shout, shout out Olivier Giroud. Come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, shout out Olivier Giroud. Um, and then Salzburg are going to Europa League and Dynamo are out of this. Um, yeah, nothing else much to say there. Uh, group F, we have the champions of Europe, Real Madrid, finishing at the top. No surprise there. Um, Leipzig second, Shakhtar Donetsk are going to Europa League, and Celtic will be seeing this one out as well. Pretty woeful from both um, Scottish teams, but Celtic did not play as terrible as their rivals, so that's something to be happy for them. Uh, Shakhtar... Um, they're going to see you next year. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, the, they'll be back playing against Real Madrid in the group stage. You're yeah, actually, they, you're, I, I <laughs> every that. season, every year, bro. bro. Every yeah. year. But my goodness, not only in the Champions League, but also in the league, Federico Valverde, he had a goal and assist. To, yes, when did they play today or yesterday? Uh, it must have been yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah no. So, yeah, good for them. Uh, group G, almost done here. Man City top, Dortmund. Second, Sevilla. Third, Copenhagen with no goals. Send this one out. Honestly, not much to say about this group. I think it's pretty yeah. expected. Uh, good job for Holland scoring five goals in four games. It's yeah. too easy for him. Group H, as it stands, I believe. Yeah, as it stands, one. PSG is yeah. topping the group off of goal difference because in the Champions League, it's usually the, the results against... If you're tied on points, uh, yeah. you're higher head if, to head. You, if you beat. Yeah, it's yeah, head yeah. to head. But since they drew in both their games against uh, Benfica, PSG are top. It goes to goal difference. The ball knowledge. Yeah, so 2-1 right now for PSG, 3-1 for Benfica against Maccabi Haifa. 14 points each, 9 goal difference for PSG. And it just went down to 5 for uh, for Benfica. Oh, it got, the, the goal got... got uh, yeah, so if in the next 20 minutes Maccabi Haifa score a goal, Juventus are out of the Europa League. Jesus. Wow. Crazy. Um, that's great. So that's what we have, our update for the Champions League. And now... 
we are moving on to our favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> um, we're just talking about our boys playing overseas uh, for their respective teams, the Canadian boys. Um, Julian, you want to take this one away real quick? Just give us a quick rundown, just a little update on what's going on. A little quick thing. Two games here, which I'm not going to pretend I watched. Jonathan David and Lille took an L to Leon this weekend. And guess who scored the winner, Blake? He's a Frenchman. He's on number <laughs> nine. Lacazette, baby. He's on the Lacazette. Back at Leon. I love to see him back at Leon, man. What a beast it's a good fit. It's a good fit. Good for him. And then over in Portugal, Porto. Well, actually, no, of course. We just talked about this game. Yeah. Porto be Atletico Madrid yesterday, and I've topped the group we did not talk about, though. Mr. Stacks himself, baby. who ended up scoring what would become the, the winner. He's going to be key for us, man. Um, and also, Fonzie, Alfonso Davies, helping Byron go through. Um, you know, they went 6-0. and But, however, I just want to point this out. Him and his, they broke up a while ago. But <laughs> oh my God. His girlfriend yes, is yeah. now with, I believe, the baseball player Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez. Right? She belongs and to hopefully, the streets. hopefully, <laughs> I will say, hopefully, this will put a little fire in the belly for Alfonso Davies to just go off at the World Cup. <laughs> can, I, can I be honest, though? Julio Rodriguez is a stud. He's, he's a really good looking good. guy, and he's freaking amazing at baseball. Yeah, so but let's... Alfonso Davies is clear. You see the post, though? Like, all the call. Like, who's our Rodriguez is a big deal but, like, in baseball. the fact yeah. she's posting, it's a little sus. But we'll, yeah, a little whatever. joint post, too. Little... Yeah. <laughs> no, it, was definitely, it was definitely to make Alfonso jealous, in my yeah. opinion. Probably. So that was our Canadian update. And now, it's my favorite part. We got hot takes, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. All right, so this is how it's going to work. Okay, I'm going to go around the table, or I'm going to say the take, and we're going to go around the table, starting with Antoine, and you're going to say agree or disagree. When it gets back to me, we'll start the conversation. And we do not right. know what these hot takes are. Nope. Just They're locked away yep. on my phone. <clears throat> and the first one here had to be coming from me about a, Port- about a Portugal player. It's about Atletico Madrid. Kind of. Joao Felix? And this is the take. If he played for Man City, Joao Felix would be one of the best players in the world. Disagree. Disagree, but come back to me. Disagree, <laughs> but he would be much better. Agree. Ooh. I think it's interesting you say this though, because we did talk we've been talking about this throughout the pod. It's that negative football that Atletico Madrid have been playing. Wow, Blake's really thinking about this one. <laughs> so I stumped him with this. But yeah, <laughs> just quickly finish up my point. With the negative football, it's hard for to have a really good goal scorer, you know, uh produce in the in the in that team. Do you genuinely believe he'd be one of the best players in the world? I think if you put him if you either put him in Phil Foden's role whether it be on the wing or centrally, or if they put him in that Gabriel Jesus role from last season before Holland came in, he'd be crazy, bro. I rate John Felix so much. I do as well. I think he's great. Best in the world is... One of the best. Like he'd, be, he'd be at least in that Mbappe and Holland conversation. I think Interesting. he would. He's their same age. He used to be, well, bro. He when was, he went over when to Atletico Madrid, up, he, he was. was. You're right. He was. Right. I think he would resemble more of a Grealish than a Holland. So, for Man City. Yeah, I like him more on the wing for Portugal, but that's when I see him most. Well, because yeah. he kind of gets he kind of gets pushed out wide, right? Because he if Ronaldo, yeah, I mean well, you're not going to play him centrally, Ronaldo, and you're not going to yeah. play him instead of Bernardo Silva. But yeah. well, I hope. I mean, I kind of hope that he gets his move away. Sort well, yeah. his move away, so we can I see know. if he can produce. You he know? like because he Cause needs, he deserves it. He does. I think he deserves it. Yeah, he needs like creative players around, him, but he's also so creative himself. That's the thing. Right? Yeah, like, he man, can do it himself. Feel like under Pep Guardiola, he. I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from, for sure. Yeah. All right, moving on? Yeah, let's yes, do it. Sir. Shout out to Joel Felix. <laughs> Next take. VAR is great for the sport. The problem is the people that use it. I agree. 
I agree. I yeah. agree. Yeah, I think it's mis misused. Did you guys see? There's like a 3D VAR or something that they're trying to come up with. No, oh, if yeah. they do that, that's the way then it should that's be. Good. They, if like, it's just computer automated. Yeah. If it's like those tight offsides. It's, yeah. It, yeah, I feel like they're implanting they, a new one for the World Cup. Essentially, what it is is they they like map out the players' bodies and they do it like the fr- the exact frame when the ball is played, but the the players' bodies are mapped out in like a simulation. So at the exact moment the ball is played, you can see if his if his arm or whatever is over the line. Okay. So at that point, it's not about dumb BS lines. It's literally his his arm is farther than the the defending player. It makes sense. Makes it's offside. Yeah. I, I disagree with this take. Really? You... I don't like VAR at all. I don't care if it's a computer running it. I don't care if it's Paul Merson behind the screen. Mm. So that's that's two terrible takes right away. Yeah, that's, 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 that's two awful takes, oh, brother. Like, Interesting. I mean, no, like I know. just think like I hate the feeling of when there's like a late winner or something. Think of like Raheem Sterling's in the Champions League a few years ago. Yeah. When there's a late winner, it's limbs. You're going crazy, and then it gets taken back with VAR. Yeah, but that's just the but feeling the of like time, when you it's score. just not. But at the same time, it's not a goal. I just I hate that feeling. Yeah, I mean, I understand, that's, but it's not a goal. Like, even even if it was something that went against my team, I would take a wrong decision or two to like, keep that like passion in the game or I something. know. I think maybe hopefully with time it'll be more of a you know how when there's a ball when the ball goes over the goal it'll buzz on the referee's arm. Yeah. Hopefully over time it'll be something that they develop so it's much more yeah. quick and up to date um, Yeah, I don't want I don't updates. want there to be like eight minutes of out of time every half because like there's some VAR decisions. I don't you know? think the offsides are genuinely are the problem most of the time. Offs like the lines are stupid, but I think most of the time it's 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 red cards, it's penalties. I think that's most of the time what the issue is, in my opinion, at least. The lines are sketchy, but I think ninety five percent of the time it should be hundred when you have review, but ninety five percent of the time they do get it right. Yeah, I just hate VAR with a passion, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, well, and so United, we... you know how much United has benefited from VAR. Yeah, I was just gonna but say like, it's coming from a Man United fan. Yeah, Bar exactly. Tester, like you know, yeah. I'm not lying here. Like, yeah. Yeah. so we uh, agree to disagree. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. Anyways, moving on from my team to yours. Oh, Jesus. This next take. This Arsenal team isn't serious. The good run they're on is just an illusion. You didn't come up with this one, though, did you? I got some from Twitter. Yeah. I disagree. I think... Okay, just come back to me. Uh, Disagree. I kind of agree. I just want to say I disagree to a certain extent. I don't think we're going to, like, win the league and, like, you know, stay at the top. I... Um, I don't think we'll win the league, but I still think this has shown so much improvement, and you can just continue to see it. We've faced so many good teams, and now what? We're in November, and we still continue to be top. Like, I don't know. Um, that's just what I think. December is Arsenal's month to oh, shit geez. the bed. Yeah, you're right. Every, and January. Well, every. you're not playing in December this year. But just okay. no, January is our January. Year like the, the winter months, we yeah. always do terrible. But this is the big test for us, you know? So, yeah. you know. so you'll probably be top of the table at Christmas. Um, well, well, one can hope, right? I mean, that happened That happened before. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, yeah. said, you said they weren't serious. I think they're so serious. I think their mentality is better than, than they, oh. it's ever been. I think they're serious. I don't think that they're legit title contenders. I know I joke about it. If, if we beat City, then my, my mindset's completely changed. I think, mm. I think their mentality is enough is like men like I think the mentality men- you need to there. have to win the league 
is the mentality Arsenal have. I just mm. don't think their football might reflect that. Mm. Good point. Good point. Yeah. I like that a lot. Because they, they're hungry. You yeah, see they're, it, hungry. they're hungry. Which We're is great. still a young side that's getting that's I th- maturing. I think we like put out the youngest team in the league like last week. We did. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there hasn't been like one of those games where like you're up against Man City, you like you're one nil up. It's the 85th minute and they're piling the pressure on you. Yeah, yeah. I think our bench then is we're not good see enough to keep and us at the top. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Too. And we're gonna lose. Like that's fine. We're gonna drop points to Southampton. Like that's that's okay. But as I think as I think you said in the last episode you're gonna drop points to Forest. And, uh, oh, yeah, he was really shaking oh, with that one, but we I went out depressed. and showed them, man. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think this Arsenal team we've been seeing over the last few months is like a preview of what we'll see from them in a year or two. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right. There Next one. Neymar ranks higher all-time than Ronaldinho. Oh, <laughs> oh, I've heard this one before. Now, they both um, played for PSG. I want to hear what Antoine says. Yeah, because I don't... Yeah, because I don't really. Have well, the thing is with Neymar is that he's almost always injured, and he's played like so many games less than he should have. But so so is Ronaldinho. Like yeah, he, he had not? a lot no, of problems yeah, with injuries why not? too. Neymar's higher. Yeah, why not? Yeah, so you agree? Neymar, I agree. I, I I disagree. I disagree. Ah. I think actually, look, Miles, do you agree or disagree? <laughs> um, that that Neymar is better. Yeah, all time. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think. You could make this. Mm, that's really hard. Agree or disagree? Just uh, before I just have to say something is I was not one. I wasn't really alive. Like I was None alive, of us but I wasn't. Ronaldinho that yeah, much. exactly. So Maybe it's like really hard to tell. Um, no one did. We were young. Yeah. Okay. The thing I think is I'll with, say disagree. I'll say agree. Okay. The thing is with Neymar, <laughs> I feel like he joined PSG a little too early in his career. And it, in a way, I don't want to say ruined his career, but he could have had so many more trophies, so much more. Yeah. I think if he stayed at Barca. Yeah, if, I think if he stayed at Barca yeah. like three, four more years then went to PSG, it would resemble, it would have resembled Ronaldinho's career a little more. And I also think that if Ronaldinho took football more seriously, then Neymar would have been better. It's the fact that Ronaldinho mm-hmm. didn't take football seriously that he was so good because there was no mm-hmm. pressure on him. And he didn't like he didn't think he needed to perform. He didn't take it seriously. Yeah. Right. If he had pressure, all that, I think Neymar would have been clear. Huh. Yeah. I think one thing we can't deny is that when it's all said and done, Ronaldinho will always have a better legacy. Yeah, I agree. Than Neymar, because sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronaldinho is mm. so much more. We than also the look player. at like what he did in terms of like with Brazil and such like that. Whereas, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Neymar's about to be Brazil's top goal scorer, so. Yeah, that's true. But it's the same thing as Harry Kane, though. Harry Kane is about to be England's not, uh, top goal scorer, but. Fuck is he one? Perry yeah. Payne. So. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. Like I think, I think Neymar's more talented. That that sounds so bad to say, but I think to be put in that Ronaldinho, that Ronaldo, that Pele conversation among the greats of Brazil, he's got to win the World Cup, man. So okay, well, we'll look forward to. I'll just let you say one thing. We look forward to seeing this new Brazil team because, especially, I won't say it's all because of us, but because like a lot of you know, we have some like Arsenal players as well for the mm. squad. Um, we will be, however, doing a. Um, World Cup preview episode 100%. right before the World Cup. Definitely. 100%. Okay, and now we'll get to talk about that more in depth. I don't think there's enough like heat in this in yeah. this room. I, yeah, we're, we're I not, know. We're I not know. arguing, so no, I'm gonna cook you. something up real quick. <laughs> okay. I have one too. I have a great take. Of take course, here. bro. Okay, okay. I'm done. I'm done with mine. So we'll you guys go. I strongly believe, with all my heart, mm-hmm. everything, that Luka Modric is top two best midfielders in La Liga of all time. In La Liga of all time. So after Zidane. Oh, I was going to say Zidane's a little overrated. Oh. 
That's what happened. <laughs> Here we go. He's up. He won. He's up. Get the fire on, baby. That's what We're I was going to say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree because you're the whole Barca midfield. Like, what the hell are you talking about? Okay. Yeah, that's very that's very interesting because you, you have – you're <laughs> telling me that in like likes he's better than possibly the likes of Xavi and Yesta. Um, like Xavi, Xavi and Yesta are higher Busquets. than Zidane for me. Well, he's better than Busquets. Really? Dude, what did Zidane do, though? What did he not he do? Are you insane? Sorry. Oh, <laughs> he had one in someone. Okay, that was at the end of his no, career. No, okay, he's class. He's class. But I don't know. I, I think Iniesta and – and Javi are higher. I'm I like I'm like a mini Zidane, so I relate to him so much. Hey, and none of you boys have seen me play ball, okay. so you can't say anything. Okay, fine. All, All right. right. See what position do you play? I'm a midfielder. Me too. Central midfielder. Yes, Love sir. it. So you're like the Iniesta, I'm like the Zidane. Yeah. I'm Anyways. Like Iniesta. <laughs> <laughs> but like oh, it's so hard for me to say that, man. But Modric, what a player. Yeah. Okay. I think he's so underrated. No one yeah. gives him the credit. I mean, he, he also did win the oh Ballon d'Or a so couple good. years ago, which many, 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 I don't many, think many, many people forget. So. He was crazy, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my All God. Right. That Croatia run. Like, he just yeah. fully carried it. Okay. So, mm. I have a... Sim- Moving on to the last one. And I, th- I actually f- kind of believe this as well, is that Messi will not perform well at the World Cup this year. He will do very badly. And Argentina... Argentina. Argentina in turn, will go out in, like, the round of okay. six. As of okay. today, agree we have disagree. seen on, on the table. Disagree. Oh, my God. Disagree. Disagree. Oh disagree. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was okay. close. I, was I agree, close. I agree, I agree. <laughs> I agree, I agree. <laughs> what? I was close. You, I was I'm close. a PSG fan. I agree. Okay. Dude, I want to say this really season. quickly. As of today, on Twitter, on November 2nd, we saw a video released of Messi hyping up his team right before they won the Copa de America a couple years ago. That almost brought me to tears. I got so emotional watching that and how powerful it was. I think he can do it again. It's his last hurrah. He's got Emmy Martinez with him. Uh, he's got the butcher at the back, bro. Dude, oh, oh my god. Okay, I don't think the final would be a thousandth game. Yeah, the final oh would be a thousandth game. No way. I don't... If he plays his last this last game of PSG before they go on break. Oh my god. The World Cup final would be Lionel Messi's one thousandth career. Written game. in the stars. That's crazy. Written in the stars. They could do it this year. They could do it. And um, they, they look so good. I don't think it'll be Messi's fault. I think it's if if Argentina do better, it'll be more Argentina's. Situation. I don't know. I think I think he has so much pressure on him. And I think every all football fans like ride Messi so hard, rightfully so. He's the greatest of all time. He has so much pressure on him to perform at this World Cup. If he doesn't, if he doesn't, he's still the GOAT in my opinion. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is he has so much pressure. This Argentina team is good. They're coming off a high with the Copa America. But are they as good as Brazil, France, even England? Probably better than England. But, right? Yeah. I don't think France will do good. This oh, interesting. Nah, they are all... Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Real Football Podcast. We out. See ya. Bye.